This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Nice. Who came up with that band name? Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Woo! Happy graduation season, everybody. This is episode 31 of the Business on Top Podcast. 31. If you don't know me by now, maybe you should. Shane Chernoff here, along with Ben Siegel and VJ Patel. Shane Chernoff, a homeowner. Oh, home homeowner. Thank you. Throwing up to the throw a claw there. Half marathon competitor. Future sponsor of the show. Mm -hmm. It was it was a wild week, but I am pleased to report that uh, after a lot of paperwork, a lot of signing of documents. We have a new home. Business on Top will be moving from Boynton Beach to Delray Beach, Florida. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Starting in July of 2021. Can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting, and we're uh, we're not a little fun before we before we have our first show there. For the future we're home, break that place in. Yeah, yeah. For the future home, uh, like owners, how was the process? Um, the process is awful. Uh, <laughs> I think the best advice I can give to people is to expect the unexpected. You know, it's a situation where you don't really know anything, and the the only thing that you can do is just trust your mortgage broker and your uh, realtor, realtor along the process. It's scary. I mean, I know people who've gone through it. Like, especially it's also expensive, especially in this market. Yeah, Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's got no. It's got to be a scary process because I know like big chunks of money are you know being, I assume, wired or however here and there to pay for fees that was terrifying like that's a lot of money to be when i have to log into my chase and i'm got the account number and routing number plugged in and i have to make sure that it's going to the right place instead of to some scam yeah where i get an email from like you know the king of nigeria right whoever whoever from nigeria that wants me to wire (laughs) something so that he can save his his heiresses to the throne um (laughs) I just want to make sure that I send it to the right place, and but like luckily it worked out, and you know you always always double check if you're not sure about something, you know maybe you're gonna bother somebody, but it the risk of annoying somebody and pestering somebody definitely uh, pales in comparison to the risk of wiring ten thousand dollars to a uh, prince that is not a prince. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I think asking questions is like the main <clears throat> the main takeaway from this is like don't be afraid to ask any questions. Through the process. Cause the, yeah, the problem is when you're done, like it's just going to be yeah. you know, you and yourself. You're going to be the judge, jury, and executioner yep. on it. So so how did it – this may be a stupid question, but how did it work pre-app, like pre-being able to really kind of track and see the money moving? You know, did people just kind of write a check or wire the money and well, just hope that it got to where it got I think to? It would, I think it would just be wire transfers, and you would probably just have to call the bank to make sure that the wire went through. And I'm thinking, I'm assuming that you're talking about like 80s, 90s, yeah, or like, like early pre, 2000s. yeah, pre-smartphone, yeah. Essentially. pre-smartphone, pre-smartphone, yeah. and pre-basically everything being on the internet. Yeah, it was probably a lot more nerve-wracking that way, I would imagine. Yeah. Oh yeah. But at the same time, we should I ask think our parents like, that because our parents definitely went through it. 
Yeah. Well, next week on the podcast, we will interview <laughs> all of our parents about our yeah. home, their home buying experiences. But uh, in the meantime, it was it's crazy, number one, because in this real estate market, there really is nothing out there. I looked at so many places that were not good, and this one, the universe kind of lined itself up for me and gave me a sign that this was the place that I was supposed to move into. Especially yeah. South Florida, where everyone... Oh, saturated. Especially, like, everyone's flocking to South Florida from... Up Stay north and, away. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> literal get out of here for get people who are thinking about moving down. Out of here. <laughs> everyone, just get out of here. But that that's the problem is that we live in such a popular place that people want to come to that it affects us when we're trying to buy. Yeah. And it's it's crazy because I think I read a statistic that about 3,000 people are moving here every day. So I would imagine that like every that, day, about yeah. every, every three months, we're getting 100,000 more people. Because think about who's coming here. Because everything is shut down up north and everywhere else. Yeah. People people just want the freedom. And if you look around, drive, drive around on I-95 or drive around on, on Federal Highway and look around at the amount of out-of-state license plates that are next to you at every stoplight. Mm-hmm. It's, more than, it's more than there have been. True. At, yeah. Especially at this time in the year. Usually by April 28th, the snowbirds are gone. Yeah. That's not the case anymore. They're staying for good. Yeah, they're not, they're not snowbirds if they stay. Get and out that, of here. And that's the crazy thing about it. Like, you know, you have people that are living in regions of New York that had previously been hotspots but are now shut down because of the regulations on the state. And those people have like FU money. There's yeah. nothing that stops them from coming down here and paying for, you know, what would be expensive for them is is dirt cheap down here, especially like in certain parts of, uh, you know, counties of South Florida. I mean, I'm not talking about Miami Beach condos because those are always going to be million dollar properties. But if you're talking about a place in just the middle of, I mean, I wouldn't call it podunk, but you know, just Orlando, ran, even Orlando, random Palm Beach County, like or, Central Florida. They could they could buy the best house in Orlando, and they could buy a mansion, and what they would be able to buy either in the city or close to the city would just be a shoebox. Right. So you have people that are paying above asking price or paying at asking price for places and are just driving the bidding war through the roof. And I was just, I guess, lucky enough that I was able to get through the sale and yeah. closing on it. You know, my place, I, I probably candidly overspent a little bit, but got what I wanted. It'll be worth it. I got what I wanted at asking. And I promise you guys, we're going to have a hell of a studio. We're going to have a hell of a lot we're of excited. fun the rest of the Do way. I cannot wait. July, yeah. <clears throat> July will be, I think the, first anniversary of the podcast the year anniversary because i think we started in late july i want to say yep toronto part right. two. Oh my gosh I, I <laughs> coming wish. up soon so the, tell the- tell your family tell your friends <laughs> tell your kids tell your close relatives tell your roommates <laughs> fathers cousins brothers acquaintance <laughs> that starting in early july we are going to have a business on top and tournament of mario kart for the ages it is coming there is nothing that you can do it is inevitable oh yeah one take off work call out sick whatever you got to do put the kids to bed put the kids to bed (laughs) get on instagram because we'll maybe it is happening i think you know that's one of the things i thought about i don't think we (laughs) i don't think we go live nearly as often i think that's something that we should probably take advantage of in the new studio in the in the next couple of months but that's very exciting news and thank you to you the listeners for 
keeping up on on each of all of our episodes and one thing that we wanted to remind you as we get into the nitty-gritty of the business on top podcast is to rate subscribe and review this podcast and when you're done with that what do you think they should do buy some merch i would say buy some merch but also unsubscribe resubscribe re-rate re-review share comment like buy merch dm us with save in any of that order dm us with anything favorite comment like 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 (laughs) that is what you guys man that's exhausting like what, what, you know what else is exhausting? I heard you uh, ran a half marathon. <laughs> thank, thank you for the great transition. If you listen to the, Very pod, nice. if you listen to the podcast last week, I, I was explaining how investing was a marathon and not a sprint, and nobody got the cue. It was like I had thrown it out there, and it just sat like a dead fish in the middle of this table, and no one, no one tossed to me about the half marathon until it was way too late. But, yes, it was done. I ran a half marathon. I, I've trained my body to, to do that over the course of uh, preparing for that for a year. And I've eaten nothing but junk food and basically outpaced my caloric deficit ever since. I've drank a lot of soda. I've eaten a lot of shrimp. And I've eaten a lot of carbs since then. But shrimp? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I had last of night. Of all the foods you named, you, you eat, you've, you've significantly eaten a lot of shrimp. A lot of shrimp, yeah, man. I went to Pirate Republic last night. No, in, no, no. Uh, but like in over Lauderdale. the course of the marathon training, have you eaten actually a lot of shrimp? Or you ate a lot of shrimp last night? No, I ate a lot of shrimp last night. Oh, okay. I, I thought shrimp. you like you significantly upped your <laughs> shrimp intake over the course of the mar- he half ate marathon shrimp. That'd be weird, though. Like, as like, soon as we leave after the episode, Shane just... Throw some shrimp in the air fryer and he just pounds just down a hundred shrimp. They're alive. He just like throws them down his throat. Can you can you imagine though? Just like just a nonstop like barrage of bang bang shrimp. Like as as soon as you guys leave, I like open up this, a secret compartment in the freezer. It's like oh, I thought they would never yeah. leave. It's like marathon trainers have been training for hundreds of years, like eating like energy chews and like carb loading the night before, and like Shane's unlocked this like shrimp. human body seeker where if you eat like a hundred shrimp a night, you just like whoop, you're like speeded yeah. and turns. That's like, what you skyrockets. guys. That's what you guys don't see when you leave after we do the podcast. I uh, I go into the freezer and I eat uh, I eat coconut shrimp for four hours. <laughs> I don't even sleep. I'm gonna try it. I eat coconut shrimp and I watch WandaVision. <laughs> the Business on Top Podcast. We are back. The Business on Top Podcast, episode 31. We are less than 24 hours from NFL Draft Day. Who is excited? I'm not. Don't care. What? Unless I may be out of my mind here. I may be that guy who likes yeah, to take guy. the contrarian stance. But unless your team is in position to pick a quarterback, why get excited about the draft? You're not going to change. I don't believe that. You're not going to change your team year to year with some guy that you pick in the first round unless he's a quarterback. Mm, no. I, I mean, when was, when was the last time you saw a team get amazing because they just drafted a random wide receiver or running back? You would back? know. That I can't. A random yeah. wide receiver or running back? Right. right. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe Minnesota – because they got Justin Jefferson and that offense was pretty good, but I don't even think they made the playoffs last year. What about Dalvin? <laughs> I, he didn't. He didn't change his team good, overnight, huh? though, right? Like he didn't. He didn't make them a three and thirteen team to a thirteen and three team. Like uh, that doesn't happen. Titans. Uh, that doesn't happen unless you're in position to Derek draft Henry? a quarterback. Ooh. Yeah, but that was also because didn't they have 
That was because Ryan Tannehill came over from the Dolphins and, and took yeah, over but from Mariota. Tannehill was a quarterback. Up the stats. Always factors into the equation, is what I'm saying. But if you're not, I don't if, think Tannehill put them like. I think they were playing just as well with Mariota. Like Derrick Henry, I think is the reason the Titans were. I mean, I mean, two hundred yards, like for how many games? In but a they row? had Derrick. Same Hen- with the Saints. They had Derrick Henry before. They um. Got into the regu- the regular season, right? So like they played half a season with Derrick Henry, and they were a very average team before they switched quarterbacks. Mm. Is my point. Derrick Henry, yes, he got a lot better, and yes, he's the heart and the focal. But they didn't draft Tannehill. the focal point of that offense. But my my greater point, I think we're kind of running too far afield of what I'm talking about is when you draft Derrick Henry, that doesn't change the team. You have to have other things that happen around them. All right, but right? Our, let's say you draft a quarterback, right? And you don't have a Derrick Henry, you don't have pieces around him, it doesn't matter either. I think when you have a, a good quarterback can change a team more than a good player at any other position, I would say. Yes, but then your argument's saying that if you're not drafting in the top half of the draft and not picking a quarterback, then your team's not well, great the next year because you're not picking a quarterback. Here, here's what I think. If you don't have a quarterback, I think that teams who do not have one should just continue to draft one in the first round until they get it right because when was the last time you saw an average quarterback win a super bowl it was Foles. yeah but if you root for a team that has a quarterback then you should still follow the draft because you're you know you're not going to pick a quarterback the giants have i mean i'm a giants fan as you guys know the giants have daniel jones we're picking in the top 10 they're going to pad the skill positions but until you figure out what your quarterback is going to be and what your quarterback is, whether he's a, whether or not he's a long-term solution, your your franchise's entire future is up in the air. So I'm I'm excited if I'm a Jags fan. I'm excited if I'm a Jets fan. I'm excited if I am a um, but are even you a cons- Dolphins fan potentially because they might they might even make moves and take a quarterback in the first round. But are you excited if you're a Jags or a Jets well, fan because you know who they're taking? There's no suspense. Isn't that um well isn't well, well there suspense. is suspense. The Jets yeah. can always let you down. Yeah. Let him tell you. Whoa, all right, maybe the Jets, but I mean the Jags know who they're taking. There's no, well, there's no exciting because the Jags. You don't know. maybe oh, Urban is an <laughs> oh, Ohio State guy. I'll bet well, right now. No way. Well, I thought the um I thought Miami is supposed to be taking uh Devontae Smith. It's po- isn't that the it's isn't possible. that the possibility? So no, I think isn't they're going O line. Let's let's look no, at the, I thought uh, let's look at the consensus from the Detroit mocks. is taking Panay Sewell. But it Detroit, looks like I think picks after Miami. Surprisingly, no, no, before. somebody that has been no. working their way up. Did they get five? switched? Somebody that's no been way. working their no, way. No, I think Atlanta picks four. I I I I thought that Detroit was before Miami. So Atlanta's four. San Francisco's three, Who's Miami five? Miami six, the Bengals are five. Yeah, and the Bengals. Oh, so I got switched. Well, the okay. Bengals could go O line, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, the it. Bengals don't need a. The but, Bengals. But, we've but seen they that meme. Do the Bengals need a quarterback? Well, yes, but actually, no. No, no. But you've seen that meme with they, his like knee, like the scar on his oh, knee. Oh, it's terrible. Speaking of knees, oh my God, we got to talk about UFC. Did you see cr- the X-ray no, uh, films no, of Chris no. Weidman's leg? Yeah. I don't want to talk about that. It. That was disgusting. Did you see the video? No, I, I don't want to see it. Oh, thank goodness he, he I fell asleep. Kicked the guy, and Long, like Long see, Island product, by the way. You see his oh. leg break, right? And then he tries to like 
His he he kicks him with his right leg. His leg breaks, and then his foot lands on the ground. So he like tries to put some weight on, and it's just like it just collapses, it just melts. Oh and then he god! Falls over. Don't you do that? Like if you see somebody getting hurt and like it's their knee, you like grab your own knee because you're just like I concerned feel like for that person. Kevin I, Ware. Yeah. Oh, oh that one. No. That's the worst one. Like I think a Marcus. No. Kevin Lat- Ware is the worst. Marcus Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore. Oh no. South Who's the other one? I mean, Dak's knee was awful too. Even this Dax season. Was bad. Dak Prescott. That was that was terrible. Yeah. I I like start shaking. Like whenever I see Kevin wears like those bad because you could see bone. Oh you saw the bone yeah, the you never want to see anything. Like people like that. start throwing up like on the court. Yeah, yeah. people get people Kevin get really squeamish. All right, well let's off that topic. But yeah. like the draft, the draft. Speaking of draft, we have a surprise for you guys. We did this with the NBA draft very early in the show when uh, before we had good theme music, before we had a big voice, and it was just the. Three of us dummies sitting in a living room. Now we're just three dummies sitting in a different living room, and we're a lot better at it. But we're going to do this every year for you guys. NFL draft. We did it last year with the NBA draft. A fictional character draft. Each of us are going to go through. Now, the rules are as follows. Each person at this table is going to pick their team. They're going to pick a quarterback, a skill position, a defensive player, and a head coach to man up their, um, not their fantasy team, but their fictional football team to win a championship. And you guys, the fans, the listeners, are going to vote on whose team is best once you guys listen to this segment. So I don't know how you guys would prefer to do it. You can go around and do all your picks at one time, do all your picks at one time, or we can go position by position. Position by position. It's up to you guys. We didn't plan this. I'd say position. Position by position. Oh, who would like the f- off with coach. who would like the, the first overall pick? I'll do it. First overall, <laughs> I'll do. Right. I'll do Denzel Washington. <laughs> Remember the Titans. Okay, that is uh, coach. Let's see. I'm not totally not googling this, um, but if you can oh. filibuster for me, he had some great speeches. Brought the whole community together. Yeah. Yes. Uh, coach Boone, man. Coach yeah. Boone. Coach Boone. You can't forget about Coach Boone. Um, I feel like that was uh, that was the Trevor Lawrence of the draft for for coaches. <laughs> he was like the lock. Well, that was that was Sunshine. Like everybody, everybody uh, makes the meme comparing Jared Goff to uh, Sunshine. That was but, my quarterback, um, by the way. <laughs> this oh, guy's spoiler all alert! Yeah. The all right, his quarterback's off the board his, too. His whole lineup is just gonna be remember the Titans. All right, do coach and QB. All right, coach for me. And you know I've been watching a lot of these movies, um, basically during during COVID. I've gotten to watch a lot of these '90s and uh, early 2000s movies. Coach Al Pacino as Tony Diamato, the head coach of the Miami Sharks. Are you what kidding? Trying, trying to put any given Sunday? You've never seen that. So the Miami Sharks struggling to make the 2001 associated football franchise of america playoffs and he's got to turn the team around with the help of cameron diaz dennis quaid james woods and somebody that may be part of my team later but you'll find out ben siegel who is your coach wait you gotta go quarterback oh you want me to go quarterback already well because i i I picked sunshine okay you sunshine is vj patel's quarterback my quarterback is the legendary paul crew from 
Friday Night Lights. From the no, from the longest yard, the point shaving, <laughs> oh, Adam the point shaving quarterback, or depending on uh, whether it's the original or the remake, could be Burt Reynolds. Yes, finds himself in prison. The quarterback who had all the talent struggled with the addiction, but eventually found his way through to lead the convicts to a victory over the guards and a rare triumph by prisoners over the imprisoners. Nice, solid choice. So. <laughs> My uh, my head coach choice is uh, he didn't have a huge role in this movie. He wasn't even the head coach, um, but I think he is one of those assistant coaches where he's next in line, right? He's the guy who's the head coach in waiting. He's a coach in waiting. He's gotcha. the head coach in yeah. waiting. My coach that I'm choosing to run my ball club is Coach Fran from Waterboy, the guy in the overalls. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't understand what he's saying. Was he the Jimbo you know, was he the Jimbo Fisher of that organization? Some would say. But Or Ed Orgeron is probably the better the Ed comparison. O, he's more of the Ed Orgeron <laughs> of uh the what the Mud Dogs, right? They're the, the Mud, Mud Dogs. Dogs, I think so. Um you can't understand what he's saying, but he motivates you. He he, he you play you hard up. for him. You just you just look him in the eyes. He knows he's gonna run through a brick right? wall for you, and you're gonna I want run that through guy a brick wall my for team. him. I want that guy leading my nice. team. So Coach nice. Fran is leading the charge uh, for my team All right. at quarterback. You need somebody under center. Hope quarterback. You, you have options. I'm going TV show. Oh. Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights. Let's go. Oh, that's interesting. That is, not the, that is not the television quarterback that I would have picked. Yes. Yeah, so he was the backup, right? He took over. He was the underdog. Um, he kind of willed his way to win. He just mm-hmm. – he was more of like the Alex Smith. He was a game manager, kind of came up clutch. clutch he was the guy the that maximized needed. his skill set. He gave yes. you 110%. All effort, yes. all the time. He was going to give you every last drop of what he was capable yes. of doing. Blood, sweat, and tears laid out on the field. Matt Saracen and Coach Fran, nice. number one and two. Let's go. All right. Next all right. pick in the draft. Might as well just do skill the position? skill and the yeah, we'll do defense. Skill and we have defense. skill position and defense. Oh, and God, this is hard. Bro. That'll be it. That's all it. right, let's go. Skill position for me. Take your last two. Uh, Nelly. Oh, <laughs> longest yard. Yeah, you Earl, already know Earl Meggett. Earl Meggett, <laughs> the Maggot. quick, fast, agile running back. Good hands, speed. Could, could run a reverse. Moves, agile. The universe has ever seen. One thing that people don't know about Nelly is that Nelly grew up in St. Louis. Was a diehard Actually Cardinal fan. Football. Was all American in baseball yeah. too, and and baseball. Yeah, football and baseball. Nelly right? is or probably not. the best as as opposed to like some of the. NFL pro actors that they've plugged into those movies. As far as like the regular musical artists and regular actors, he was probably the best athlete that was out there. Nelly yep. is a pure all-class athlete, and if you've ever have seen him in the uh, celebrity softball game when they do the MLB oh, All-Star he's game, a he's a stud. He's, good. he's a stud. We'll have him on the pod next. Oh yeah, my god, Frankie, get pod. him on. Hopefully, future friend of the pod, Nelly. Oh, so that'll be awesome. Defense. I think he's a Me top defense? skill position. Uh, in the draft. Yeah, you need you need a defender. All right, you got to shore up. Defense, Bad Castle. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Blue Mountain State. Bad Castle, who could forget from Blue Mountain State, the senior, the motivator, the all-time leader in tackles at Blue Mountain State, that uh, that college dynasty, the innovator of the cookie race. Yep. Who, who can forget that? 
Thad Castle is somebody that is all effort, all intensity, no brains. And maybe that's what you want from your linebacker. Right. Uh, you know, he in, incredible athlete, somebody who is absolutely going to go pro before he ruined it all. Uh, some off the field concerns with him, but in terms of the the Play. pure skill set, yeah, no one can doubt that it is absolutely there. Yeah, solid team, huh? Yeah, not bad. Solid team. My defensive player skill. Oh, okay. Skill you guys first. want to go skill, skill position first? I've got Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Airbud. Did Airbud play football? Airbud. <laughs> he Air, did. He did. Airbud golden receiver. Look it up. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. He was an incredible. When did that come out? They needed more money, so they made incredible Air Bud wide receiver. receiver. Who's gonna tackle a golden retriever? Come on. So cute. You're just gonna put like just gently nudge him out of bounds. It's like Ted Ginn. Bro, he's a beast. He, you saw me ankles he broke. Yeah, hang on. on that Air movie. Bud golden receiver. Air wow. Stats. All right. I was trying to find out whether Air Bud had like any stats that I could look up to see whether he had receiving yards and what yards <laughs> after the catch one. Yeah, I would like I'm to sure know somebody that. did I mean, that. Look at that. I mean, Ben, when you when you post this and you put it in post, you're gonna have to put the movie poster in there and look how adorable he looks in his little helmet. No one's ever gonna <laughs> want to tackle golden him. Golden receiver. All right. I've I got, like that. I was not expecting that. Yeah, man. I've got. Uh, <laughs> I got Mike. What an amazing offense led by Al Pacino and Airbud. <laughs> if you win this, it's rigged. <laughs> my, my my defensive player though is uh, another one from a movie that we've already picked. Earl Meggett's teammate on the other side of the ball, Battle, played by Goldberg yep. okay. in The Longest Yard. Nice. He Good had choice. a pet iguana, and it was not really a pet iguana. <laughs> this guy was out of his mind. Uh, and his Goldberg, master of the spear. He could jackhammer slam somebody going across the middle of the field. Absolutely no fear, all power. Goldberg, who also was a former, I wouldn't say a great player, but he was a former player for the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. I'm going to go with uh, Goldberg as battle as my defensive player. Nice. And uh, that will round out my roster. Ben Siegel, take us out with their last two picks. So Skill player and defensive player. Skill, I'm sticking with the same television show team as my quarterback. You're going with the Friday Night Lights crew. Friday Night Lights, my skill guy is Tim Riggins. Oh, my god! This dude is your prototypical H-back, right? He will block. He can catch. But he's not going down without a fight. He's a guy you want in your backfield. You hand him the ball. This man's falling forward. This man's getting you five, six yards of carry. This man's catching the ball out of the backfield. Oh, man. Play, by, it, play by Taylor Kitsch. Yes. That's interesting. Uh, culturally, you went with somebody who usually isn't, doesn't end up in that skill position. Yes. <laughs> the fullback is not the usual choice, but I'm trying to draft my team based on heart. And I think I think you uh, lead the league in heart. Absolutely. He's only 19 years old. So you got him under contract yeah, for a really long time. Yes. Um, age did not play a, a factor in me picking him, but um, he also drinks a lot. He, he, he would keep yeah, the yeah. locker room. Light. Off, everybody's he, got some off the field concerns. He would celebrate wins pretty hard. I think um, I think he'd keep it. Uh, keep it a good time. He'd play hard, you know, when the. Uh, Inside the lines, but once once the game was over, he'd go into the locker room and pound some brews. I'm I'm surprised you didn't take the starting running back, also no. one of the best names in sports. Nope. Smash not, Williams. No, I'm taking Smash Williams. That's too mainstream. I don't want Smash Williams. Oh I my want, god, I'm going. I want the guy who's pounding brews before the game, showing up buzzed, putting a helmet on, 
and just toting the Back rock. Back up from Blue Mountain State. No, oh, Alex, man. Uh, no. Alex, Alex Moran, Moran, legendary legendary quarterback. Nope. That's, that's my backup for sure. If left I, off. If I had to sign a backup, I'm, I'm going Alex Moran for sure. My mind is blown that this guy fell all the way in the draft to Your the last pick of the draft. Defensive, defensive player. player. My defensive player. Let's go. I can't believe it. Who is it? Oh, my God. I, I just realized. Stop, stop, it. stop, stop, <laughs> stop. I cannot believe this man <laughs> fell does all he, the way to me. Does he love water? He f- loves water. <laughs> <laughs> this I, man. I think, I think VJ talk, and I are looking at our clipboards and we're like, how did we let this happen? If you talk shit about water, this guy may kill you. And Gatorade. not may kill you. He'll kill you. This man has another gear that no team has ever seen before. You talk bad about water or this guy's mama, you're he, dead. He goes to a different place. He hears this the voices man, in his head. There's something that clicks in his brain, and you're dead. There's, there's not even a question. You're dead. <laughs> I'm drafting Bobby, Bobby Boucher, Boucher, star linebacker from the Mud Dogs with Coach Fran. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what, is, what a unit. You have the coach that responds to the player. You have team chemistry. Team in, chemistry was In important. a situation where we, VJ and I have all four guys who have never played before. Yep. Never played with the same team before and just hoping that it works out. You two have, Mud Dogs you have two and two Friday Night Lights. You two guys that have played before. So that, that team chemistry. We might you have know, lost. I think there's a reason that you won our fantasy league. It's because you understand I, what it takes to win. I look at how the team... Meshes. Will mesh in the locker room, and I think the combo of Tim Riggins bringing the beer, Bobby Boucher bringing the water, no one knowing what Coach Fran is saying, Matt Saracen just showing up and just bleeding, breaking limbs, still th- slinging the rock. Thad Castle beat the shit out of everyone. <laughs> oh okay? my gosh, Thad Castle. So. It, what does does he or does he not have the uh, beaver steroids that uh, he had? <laughs> what was it? No, his rabies. His rabies. rabies. It allows him to get around the drug <laughs> test. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think we all had a good draft. I, I, I my mind is blown that Bobby Boucher fell to the last pick in the draft. It was. It, I think it is the biggest embarrassment of my professional career. <laughs> <laughs> that I allowed Bobby Boucher to fall to Ben with the third pick. Um, you know, Battle, really, really great player, but at the same time, it just I can't believe it slipped my mind. Um, I'm going to fire all my scouts. <laughs> and with that, speaking of chemistry, uh, rumor has it on the street that the Gordita Crunch and Baja Blast oh, have some pretty yeah. good chemistry themselves. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Have a great NFL draft. Have a great weekend. For anybody that's graduating this weekend, congrats to all you graduating high school and college students. You did it. Welcome to the real world. It's no fun at all. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Cue the music.